Hi, welcome to our very first podcast. My significant other and I decided to do a podcast about some of our conversations that uh, we have throughout the day. Uh, We will sit here for hours and talk about anything. We'll talk about movies, we'll talk about world events, uh, things that we've seen, things we're interested in. And one day I just got to thinking, you know, why not make a podcast about it? We sit here and gap for hours. We might as well do something with it. Uh, so that's what we're doing here. Um, it's our very first one, so it's rough. <laughs> um, we're just getting used to the technology using um, this particular app that we're using. And uh, yeah, I'm a writer. I do reviews and um, you know, I'm in entertainment. So this is something that's not exactly new to me. Um, but my significant other, he's never really done anything like this before. So, um, yeah, just stick with us and, um, we we'll be talking about all kinds of stuff. Uh, fast forward if you want, or just listen through to the whole thing and we hope you enjoy it. Okay, so, um, okay, Twitter war, go ahead. Fast food chains, who? What? No, who are you talking about? There's a Twitter war between Popeye's, Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, I saw that in my Facebook feed. I, I don't, I mean, like, who are you going to say? It's chicken. It tastes the same as any, any, no, it doesn't, does it? Yes, it does. <laughs> so, okay. Alright. Okay, you can't be shy. We have to talk. Like we normally do. <laughs> this is our first one, so it has to be like, you know. But it's our normal conversations. I know it's weird. It's weird. It is. But you get used to it, I think. So, yeah. So, so what was the Twitter war? Because I didn't follow it. I just saw it and I was like, first of all, a bunch of people are going to say that it's Popeyes and then there's going to be people that don't want to say it's Chick-fil-A because of the controversies with Chick-fil-A and, you know, like how The Good Place was like, there's a chicken that, like a chicken sandwich, if you eat it, it means you don't like gay people. And it's like, but it's delicious. I mean... Uh, and you know, like, what do you do about shit? <laughs> well, no, what do you do about shit like that? I don't know. Like, uh, how do you how do you deal with that? You just don't eat there, or you do. But what if what if you don't have the choice? Who's is better? I would not argue that point. I'm like Popeyes is good depending on its location. So, and Chick Fil A is just. I mean, I don't even want to go there. That's the fucking, um, these things are traps, man. <laughs> I don't know which one it is, but you don't want to put the, the corn curls up. Uh, there's, there's a place to put corn curls on a chicken sandwich? The Cheetos. Ew. That's, that's the whole chicken sandwich. Chicken breast. Oh, well, no. Corn. Sounds disgusting. 
Yeah, I remember when I used to eat food like that, but, uh, you know, I've done it. You know, you put, like, chips on your sandwich. You have, like, bologna sandwich. You have turkey sandwich, and you put chips on it. I'm surprised you said it was disgusting. Who am I talking to? It, it just sounds, it looks disgusting. Dude, I've seen you eat some questionable burgers, some heart attack burgers. I know you don't eat like that as much anymore, but you've eaten some, you've eaten some burgers and I'm like, that's a bit much, dude. Yeah. You don't like Cheetos, Cheetos though. Cheetos Yeah. Chicken sandwich. You don't like Cheetos. Cheetos isn't even a side for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Okay. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? Which one is is your favorite? Popeyes. I guess. You said Popeyes, Chick Fil A, and who else? Burger King. Probably Popeyes. You like Popeyes chicken better, but you go to Burger King more because they're cheaper. I've never had the chicken sandwich though. Because their tenders really hit or miss. Mostly miss. Okay. Usually they they, they, they shred their uh, chicken so thin uh-huh. that it's almost like jerky after it's been sitting on the, the warmer. Ew. I mean, beef jerky is good. Like jerky is okay, you know. Yeah, if you like jerky. <laughs> yeah, not for like a sandwich. That's. Yeah. Well, that's that's for their chicken tenders. Uh huh. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure whether their chicken sandwich would be good. Okay. Because the chicken tenders are uh, good. The chicken is good. Uh-huh. But the chicken tenders, no. Ah, uh, okay. Not like KFC, where both the chicken and the chicken tenders are good. Right. Although the chicken tenders are better than the salsa. Who, KFC? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like them either way. I guess. So, okay. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. I saw this thing. I couldn't believe this shit. I don't know what this is. You know, it's one of those things that I saw it. And you know, you know how much I like the, uh, the meme of that girl that is ticked off with Snow White talking to her. It just, there's some things you see, it just makes you stop and do that. You just stop and you just, you can feel the expression on your face. Just be like. Are you... Okay. So, George Takai posted this uh, news story that this guy, 74-year-old dude, met uh, some other guy on through a, a eunuch fetish site and castrated him. What? Exactly. First of all, there are eunuch fetish sites that's a thing i mean i know there's amputee right but like you like eunuch first of all i didn't know that like eunuchs i thought that was just something like in fantasy books like i know they used to exist but i didn't think like like there were enough because I've heard of, like, you know, certain spiritual groups, stuff like that. But I didn't think there were, like, enough anywhere, like, in America or the, you know, regular world that you could have a fetish site for it. 
I don't even want to look. I don't even. I don't want to know that stuff. But it was one of these things I, I I saw it and my thought was this species. How do we have stuff like this? Why? Sometimes you don't think of how how absolutely strange the world really is. Like you're aware of it, you know. And you get used to the strangeness that you see, especially now, political climates, all this kind of stuff. But then you you read something, you see something, you're like, how? Why? Like, is that real? Did somebody make that up? We need better writers. What's going on? So we took a break. Oh, okay, hold on. Okay, so we're back. Took a break. Unix. Unix fetish sites. Look, oh no, I'm not the one who posted the article. It was news. I don't know. It must have happened in Florida. <laughs> I don't know where it happened. But it was probably, uh, like, I don't remember, but it was, I think it was Florida. It was probably Florida. Um, because for, for some odd reason, like, I don't see Florida like that, but it's become one of those things where people just, they kind of joke about it. Like, you hear weird stuff happening in Florida, and I'm kind of like, weird stuff happens everywhere. You hear that stuff, like, everywhere, but apparently it's, it's you know, become a, a stereotype for Florida. So... Anyway, that's that's what the guy did, and I was just surprised. I don't. I think my I think my brain just kind of, you know, I couldn't fully process that idea because the first thing I thought was this species, you know, for humans. Like, what? You know, sometimes you you can't make stuff up. Like, the, this is what gets me. As, as, a, as a writer, you know, when you take workshops or you get, you know, your stories critiqued by your, your beta readers or something, something like that, when people say, I don't think this is realistic, you know, I think of all the weird stuff that you hear about in the news stuff that happens and it's like in this day and age well, can you really say that anything is not realistic anymore yeah there are things happening now that I didn't even know to think about is it 15, 20 years ago like what <laughs> See, I'm trying to avoid politicking, okay, for this first one. We might get into some politics in another one. Because um, you know I have, I have some things to say. Speaking of White House, speaking of Baltimore. Let's talk about that. 
do you remember what like what Trump said about Baltimore and uh, Elijah Cummings? Uh, yeah. It's like the dumpster spitting out trash. <laughs> First of all, uh, you know, Baltimore has its issues. We all know this. I mean, that's not a secret. But Baltimore has stuff that's... I think a lot of people find it surprising that it has so much good stuff for all the bad stuff it has. I mean, you can go through neighborhoods upon neighborhoods. I did see something. Um, it was on uh, It was on Vox. And they had... Um, it's a new site. And they had... You know, um, one of their affiliates did a video um, going through, like, showing, you know, the blight, some of the blight in Baltimore and stuff like that. So, you know, there's no question that there's stuff here. And I've, I've seen stuff. I told you about how, um, you know, I went through this one neighborhood and, you know, it's real homes. And at first, every, like, everything looked normal. And then all of a sudden, I passed this row home. Now, mind you, on either side, there were people living in these row homes. There was a middle one that was all torn out, you know, and there was a tree growing in it, a giant tree. So that means that had been like that for a while. You know, the frame, everything is still there, and you have a giant tree growing in the middle of it. And I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, this is impossible. Who owns this stuff? That's the question to me. Like, when you have stuff like this, first of all, somebody's got to own it, you know? And I know that the laws are supposed to be that if you own stuff like that, you are responsible for its upkeep. So who is owning all of these properties that aren't keeping them up? And if, it, if they're not owned by anybody, then why isn't the city doing more for it? Now, I don't believe that Elijah Cummings has any well, I wouldn't say anything. I don't think that he's the problem. You know, from everything that I've seen from Elijah Cummings, he's tried to do his best to build up Baltimore and to help Baltimore. And I've seen him out and about with people. I Like, he's, he just seems very genuine. And I think a lot of the stuff that he does is genuine. But see, that's the thing. He's not the only one here. You know what I mean? When it comes to a lot of this stuff, you know, I, I went to um, a town hall a while back when um, Stephanie Rollins Blake was mayor. And you look at some of the stuff that they talk about, you look at some of the stuff that that they have to deal with. There's a one, there's a lot of red tape. Two, there's a lot of people moving stuff around and they want to do this and they want to do that. So, you know, whenever people try and place blame of that kind on on one person in the state government. I, I don't think that it's it's really fair. Unless you're talking about someone who just doesn't abide by the rules at all. Um, you know, who just who just is one of those types of people that just does whatever they want to. Um, you know, otherwise you're dealing with a lot of different Mm -hmm. 
But there have been a lot of improvements, I think. Yeah, of course. But it's, it's, it's just counteracting. Property values. I think the biggest thing, the biggest problem with um, Baltimore in terms of you know getting a lot of things fixed is property values because there's so much real estate here that you know it, it, it becomes a thing. But you can't deny that we have the Inner Harbor, which is, is, I mean, it's fantastic. And I'm not saying we just have the one thing. There are so many things here in the arts community, Hamden. So, you know, yeah. I, I wish they let the harbor come back. But the harbor needs to be so much more than it is now. So much more. Like, honestly, most of the shops I'm not talking about the restaurants, the shops, they were for tourists. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a bunch of tourist stuff. So, it was like, I didn't really like the stores, but I liked the they were there. Mm -hmm. Even though I didn't want anything that was in there. Mm -hmm. The area around it, having every stall and every store, uh, store space full. Even though I don't like large crowds of people, staring off to the side, it was nice to just see everybody just enjoying themselves. Right. Not on a regular basis and a lot of different things going on street performers. Uh, yes. A lot I love, of street performers. I love, love, love the street performers here. Yes. Uh-huh. But I mean, there, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot of there still is, though. Good vibe and stuff happening there. Yeah, there still Once is. It's just... Down, it's been empty. Well, inside, inside. It's been empty inside for a long time. When I go down there, it's it's usually packed. But um, the ins inside, at least on on the one side, uh, I think where the Ripley's is, um, that side, yeah, there's a lot. Like there's a lot of vacancies in there. There's a lot. But there's a lot of stuff going on on the sidewalk. There's a lot of stuff going on with other shops. And um, you know, Power Plant Live, and and all of those different things. Um, so you know, there's still there's still a lot going on there. It's just it's like most of it has moved more outward, I guess, maybe so people can find things, you know. And and I, it seems like you know, I used to think that it was trying to you know, ruin a lot of the shops there, but seeing as how there's so much that's uh, street level now, like in terms of, you know, you can walk right past it and see, you know, so you can see it inside if you can go in. Yeah. I'm wondering if it, it was just more strategic to get businesses, you know, out into the forefront. So now you can, you can walk past things, you can see them, you can go in. You can, you know, and things are a bit more spread out, but, it, you know, I think the thing that it hurt probably the most were the smaller kiosk kind of businesses. I don't see those as much, though I do see some of them, like, on some of the sidewalks, but not as many as there used to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
the heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, above and the stars, I mean, they raise the, the rank on all the stars. They basically price them out. So they get them out of there. It's like they get the best buy. I'm not sure if that's what happened with uh, ESPN yeah, ESPN Zone was a was a real loss. That was a real loss. I think that loss. might have been a, a thing with Disney. I think they may have gotten rid of more than one. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, the one that was here was the first one, and it was good. I mean, it was really good. And those seats, man, I love the that that was that was a nice. That's a place that they should bring back. That was a really good place. That place was like really great. So it was a, it was a surprise when they closed it. Like a lot of people were surprised. I think. I think probably the only thing that that hurt them is I think they went on um, name recognition a lot. So I don't think there was a lot of advertisement because at the time when it was there, I did meet a lot of people that you know I would talk about. Oh yeah, so ESPN's on blah blah, and they'd be like, what? Like you know they didn't know it was there. Um, so, you know, there were a few times where I went in there and like the arcade section, there were a bunch of people or like there was one time I went in there and there was a big game and, uh, and it was empty and I'm looking around and I'm like the seats that they have here, the food, all that, and it's empty for a big game and those TVs that they have. If you wanted to go and watch a game, watch this that was a good place to go, but they didn't, it's almost like they didn't want to, you know, they expected people to just kind of go there by word of mouth, but, you know, sometimes that takes time. Yeah, yeah, and then, I guess, maybe there were just so many choices. Hard Rock has always stayed consistent. Yeah, you can't have a conversation, like, you can but you can't hear yourself. Like you can, barely, you can barely hear. Yeah, but their food is good. Their food is good. Yeah. It was a nice place. Like it's literally, it's kind of so loud that you feel like you can't taste the food because it's so loud. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. One time we went there, and that's exactly what it felt like. And we said that, I think. And it was like, okay, it's so loud. Like, I can't really. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, it's good for, you know, what it's, what it's for when you, when you want to go there. Right. I mean, it's nothing wrong with the place. I like the place. So what other things um, like have you seen recently? Because, you know, our conversation yesterday, I mean, I don't know, I guess maybe it was mostly me, but we went off on like these different topics. And that's the kind of thing like, you know, because we do have like those conversations that are just like, and the world, and this, and that. So I'm trying to think of, you know, I guess maybe because it's recording, it is harder to, you know, just kind of come up with that natural flow sometimes. But, you know, it's the first one. We'll see how it is and everything. Um, I'm thinking, you know, we could always talk about 
MCU and DCEU because Sony the are they doing excuse first of all let me say this if Tom Holland is not Spider-Man it's not Spider-Man unless it's Tobey Maguire that's it Tom Holland Tobey Maguire I I'm sorry Garfield's It was nice while it lasted for you, but to me, the genuine Spider-Man is either Tobey Maguire or Tom Holland. That is it at this point. And I'm sorry, but Tom just got started. You can't, you can't just like take that away from us. No, don't do it, don't do it. Sony and Marvel gotta work that ish out please for the fans for us all TBH. TBH. Is it to be honest? TBH. That sounds like a Disney move. Do not at me. Okay? It does. It sounds like a Disney move. I mean, I can't say, like, I don't know all the behind the scenes stuff of what they're doing and, and you know, why and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of a world domination entertain entertainment kind of kind of thing that Disney is doing right now there which I mean it's it's interesting it's interesting to see but you kind of wonder like what is gonna happen like what's gonna happen what's gonna suffer what's gonna you know because I mean I cheer for Marvel I mean the Marvel movies they've done something you know bringing out the superhero movies that really for a while there it was like the movies had lost not all of it but a little bit of that community feel even with the big blockbusters coming out it, there was there was little guarantee that even if um even if movies did really well broke over you know 250 million um, that you would have a lot of long-term discussion about it, you know, and Marvel kind of brought that back of the event movie, you know, the event movie that people discuss before, during, and long after, you know, they brought back that kind of community thing of, and that fandom, you know, um, so, I mean, I cheer that, and, and DCU for, for kind of coming up too and you know having it be you know the fault I call it the false competition because I mean you know they kind of work together even if they're in competition it's not you know what I mean it's kind of a back and forth so 
you know, bringing that out, I think, has done a lot to save how people see movies. Because being in Los Angeles, being in Hollywood and watching movies there versus, like, say, here or a lot of other places, there, it was an an audience communal thing. Like, that thing that they talk about with, oh, you know, movies. I remember one of the first times that I went to a a movie in Los Angeles, like, when I was in school, um, you know, I was so shocked. The audience, everybody was in it. Everybody, you know, oh, my God, you know, whereas you're you're used to, like, people, maybe at a shocking moment, the gasp and everything like this, this was a full participation, like, what they say with, you know, like, or what we've seen with Rocky Horror, you know, but this was just for a regular movie, you know, and, um, I love that, you know, I, I think that's great, it doesn't happen with every movie, but when it does happen, it's, it's nice, it's also nice sometimes, you know, to have quiet, but if you're going to one where you know it's gonna be, there's a lot of people getting involved and all that stuff. So Marvel, Marvel did that. I don't know what they asked for, um, but for Sony to say no, I mean that kind of sucks because they just got X Men back, and it was like they had everything, right? I was, I was like 100%, okay, maybe like 95% certain that Luke Cage was going to be safe. And I figured Jessica Jones would be safe as well. Iron Fist was not a surprise. Um, Punisher, I, which one? Iron Fist, yeah. Punisher, I didn't think that, that would go either. So I thought those three would be safe. I thought if any of them of those three would go, it might be Punisher, even though Punisher is fantastic. I thought it might be that one, just because Jessica Jones, you know, 
when Luke Cage, they do, like, they were doing a little bit more. Um, I mean, in terms of, like, promotion and stuff like that, I feel like. But to have all three of them go, when, when Luke Cage went, I was like, okay, none of y'all are safe. None of y'all are safe. Because if Luke, if they can get rid of Luke Cage, then, yeah. I'm still not the well, um, I think, I think, uh, uh, Kristen, Kristen, right, Ritter, she, uh, Jessica Jones, she said that she was fine, she was satisfied with, you know, that being the end for her character. Um, I, I want to see them on, you know, Disney's new platform. Um, I don't see why, you know, why they wouldn't be. Um, but we'll see, you know, uh, I was disappointed by that. I thought that they were really good. I know I've seen some think pieces where people were like, they weren't that good. I will say that this latest season of Jessica Jones, I've been having, and, and as you can see, cause it's been out for a while. I've been having, not I had, I have not finished the season. Uh, because I've been having a problem getting into it because look, Trish is a great character but her whole origin story and all that stuff is not that interesting to me. I find Jessica Jones to be a far more interesting character and the focus is not really that heavy on her so far as far as I've gotten into the season. So I'm, I know that, that it's, it's going to start off slow and then you got to get past the hump and da, da, da. But it's been really hard watching these episodes, like to the point where I'm watching them and I literally kind of feel a little bit depressed watching them because they're so boring. Ouch! Ah, I'm sorry, but yeah. Oh, see, no, no. I thought the second season was great. A lot of people, a lot of people didn't like the second season. I thought it was fantastic. I thought that the dynamic between her and her mom was great. Um, I found it to be really interesting. The first season, you know, it was pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, I thought the second season was great. Uh, yeah, and then, but I mean, of, of, of all of them, my favorite have really been um, Luke Cage and Punisher. I mean, Punisher, that last season, Oh man! Oh, oh! I kept yeah, we kept trying to, but I couldn't wait for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was no, too good, man. It was too good. That's the problem. That's actually my, my issue. Punisher is actually so good. Mm-hmm. It's not something you just turn on and, and do something else and you know really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Need to pay attention. Right. Makes it kind of feel like it's a heavier show, which makes it a savior for the right time. Uh, okay, okay. Like I didn't, I didn't. 
The, yeah, oh yeah, 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 without question. Without question, Bernthal did the shit out of the Punisher. Period. Period, point blank. Yes, 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 yes. That whole cast, that, I mean, th this last season, yeah, we have to go back and watch it then. That's one of the, the first things we need to do, or, it, well, it's on our to-do list. We have to go back and, you know, it's a rewatch for me and, you know, you'll fin you finish it out. We can start from the beginning again since it's been a while. Um, but, yeah, that, that's, it, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. And I thought, I thought the second season of, the first season was great of Luke Cage. And when they killed off uh, Maharshala's character, I didn't know if they could come back from that, you know? Um, I still wish he had actually been good. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Bad. It's just, I, I don't know. I think it's that I like Cottonmouth better. Yeah. Okay. And you're talking about, um, about Luke's brother in the first season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was he was all right. He wasn't bad. I didn't think he was bad at all, but I I think that he was done up like more for a more common like more like the comic, whereas so much of Luke Cage was more like reality set. Like they right. they went away from the comics a lot. That was the weird thing with this character. Everybody else, you see the entire show, they brought it more to a reality base. Mm -hmm. But then. That character they kind of kept them kind of 1960s comic. comic. I think I think it worked. I do think it worked, but yeah, I don't. I don't. He he wasn't my favorite, but I don't think that he was bad at all. I don't think that he was bad at all. It was just a different fit, you know. Um, but he still worked. Yeah. And see, that's what I thought that that they were gonna do. I I really thought that they were gonna go into that and. You know, he was going to come back and have the powers and, and all that stuff. And so when he didn't, I was like, oh, okay. You know, the second season, though, um, that was really good. That was really good. Um, I was I was surprised by the ending. You haven't finished it, right? Yeah, so I won't tell, like, I won't say. I don't think I said before what happened, all right? No. No. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, well, I won't, I won't go into it. I won't go into it. But, yeah, I, I was surprised. I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. Um, so, it was, it was kind of, you know, um, Yeah, I, yeah. So with Disney doing all this stuff, it's it's kind of a toss up as to what they were gonna do. I did hear that they were going to um, that they were gonna bring all of those shows back to you know their their streaming service. My hope is though the streaming service actually to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's already uh -huh. kind of there. <laughs> right, right. Um, what I'm hoping is 
that they're not gonna that they're not going to wait so long to put distance between it so they can come back with new people. I don't want new people. I want the same people, keep the same people, and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, and that's, that's, you know, I, I guess you always feel that way, like as a fan, you want it to be the same person, and then it's not, and then the next person, you're like, okay, maybe they're kind of good, but it's a toss-up. Let's look at DCU on that. I mean, I don't remember the Superman that they had before Cavill. Cavill. Um, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I forgot what this character's name is. The one that was on Arrow, the one that uh, the rich guy that Phil Felicity was dating. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, okay, he was pretty decent. I remember him now. I remember him now. It, though, I will say, I feel like Legends of Tomorrow fits him better, but he wasn't a bad Superman. He wasn't bad, but, you know... Cavill, I think, um, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, um, I think he's been really good, and now the last I heard is talk that they're going to replace him, too, like he's not coming back. I don't, I don't see that. See, is, uh, okay, so we, we were talking about this before. I, first of all, they hit up on a good formula here. Now, for me personally, I did not like Man of Steel. Okay? I didn't like it. The fight scene was awesome. That ending where he breaks his neck was bullshit. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. Period. I didn't like it. I did not like it. I did not like it. The fight, the special effects was great. The beginning of the movie was boring. It was boring. It was boring. I barely even remember it. It had some good parts. It did have some good parts. But overall, it it took a really long time to get started for me, from what I remember. Um, but that fight scene was like half the movie. And then, you know, <laughs> it was. And that was great. I mean, that, they did that. But, you know, that ending, I, you're not gonna sell me on that. You're not gonna sell me on that. I mean, maybe I'm being a stickler here, but you're not gonna sell me on the idea that they're going through buildings and, you know, busting through this and that and all this stuff, and then he just gets so mad that he can break his neck. Really? Really, after all that, that's it. He saw a family and he breaks his neck. Y'all couldn't have introduced some special super ability or some weakness that Zod had or something, something unique, something different, something obscure from the comics that nobody would have saw coming. No, I, I mean, I didn't see that coming, but I didn't think to say it was good. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I mean, it, that wasn't good. What? No, but... But, I have to say, Batman versus Superman. Don't at me about Martha, because that was good. That made perfect sense. 
everybody's like, oh, it's Martin. That's why he stopped fighting her. Yes. Why wouldn't he? That's like one of the core things about Batman. His parents being able to save that. It, of course he's going to stop and want to know, excuse me? What, what are you talking about? So the fact that it's, you know, it's the same name, it might not make sense to some people for a certain degree, but when you're talking about that emotional, illogical connection, it's emotion, yeah, it's going to make sense that he stopped. He wants to know what he's talking about. Why did you say my mother's name? And of course, it's Batman, so he's going to say, why did you say that name? He's not going to tell you who it is. Right. Why did you say that name? Like, what is up? What are you trying to do? What's going on? Um, and then for him to want to help him then after that is because Superman to him now is not just some alien, you know, some danger to humanity. He, he now had some humanity, you know. There was a connection. This, this being has a mother that he loves that he's trying to save yeah that makes perfect sense yeah, yeah I thought I thought Batman versus Superman was was pretty good and then you're not going to at me about suicide squad aside from the enchantress her outfit I will say I did not like her outfit I thought that was silly the rest of the movie was great. What are you talking about? It was great. Yeah, but just like Batman vs. Superman, that part took up a very large part of that movie. It did. To use her power in like Google Dance. <laughs> I didn't like the dancing, I didn't like the costume, I didn't like the depiction of the character. Uh, I honestly think they could have just completely see I think I think the character had potential I won't say too much about it because to be honest I don't remember her that clearly I just remember that I really didn't like the outfit um, I didn't think the acting was that bad but I, I I think I was expecting more and I think the thing that really kind of kind of lost me with it is the thing with her and was that supposed to be her husband or her brother the the kind of thing that they seemed to try to do with the, the relationship there was that they were supposed to be um it's almost like they modeled it after Imhotep and Anaxinamun what I said the other day so that kind of threw me because I was kind of like seeing it like that I was kind of expecting that kind of dynamic and you know how good that like especially the first mummy the first mummy man we we gotta talk about Brendan Fraser okay but um you know going back to that other than that I thought it was really good I thought it was a good um setup um I liked all the characters. I thought everybody did a good job, you know. The only thing is, I did want to see what, you know, I was saying about uh, Leto's Joker. But, I mean, I, you know, overall, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. So, yeah. I don't know. People criticize it a lot. While it was out, I forget which one it was supposed to be in competition with. Which Avengers? Was it Ultron? 
Not no, it wasn't Ultron. Age of Ultron. It was. No, no, they weren't. I think they were out. Uh, the one came out first, and then Suicide Squad, and there was like this big competition to see which was better by, uh, you know, the box office. But I forget which one it was at that time. It wasn't oh, Ultron. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Civil. No, I think it was Civil War. It was Civil War. It was Civil War. I think. I'm pretty sure it was Civil War. Yeah, yeah. So Captain. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but and and I was rooting for. Funny enough, and I can't remember it now, but I was rooting for the Marvel movie to keep the lead um which is funny i mean it's been a while but i didn't i didn't like i got i got kind of you know i was looking at the numbers i was looking at the numbers i was looking at suicide squad's numbers and i'm like okay well you know i mean it don't they catch it up but uh marvel's got the lead i, I don't know i don't know what you're talking about but then it surpassed it and i'm still like well it took them long enough. <laughs> you know, that's that's part of the fun. I mean, I like both. I'm going to watch both. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to choose oh, one or the other. But, you know. So, um, but it was good. I think, I think that right now, you know, for them to try and scrap everything. And that was the other thing I wanted to say. Um, with with Ben Affleck. Like, people had their doubts about Ben Affleck being Batman, but he turned out to be a pretty good Batman. Yeah. So, I don't, like, Batman why? Batman at the age that he's playing? Yeah. perfect. Yeah. So, because, I, you know me, I, I was all about Chris. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't know. Well, I think with with Keaton is that he was supposed to be a better Batman than Bruce Wayne. I definitely agree with that. He was a much better Batman than he was Bruce Wayne. Just like Val Kilmer was a better Batman than he was Bruce Wayne. George Clooney was a better Bruce Wayne than he was Batman. <laughs> well, that's because that's George Clooney's personality. You know? That's like, that's George Clooney. Like, billionaire suave you know so he was basically just you know playing it's it's in sight but those movies themselves I mean honestly I can see him more as a villain they had their place Clooney? yeah like like I said Bruce Wayne he was good Mm -hmm. as Batman well, those movies were supposed to be more gitchy, I think. They're more camp. You look back at them now, and it's like, like when they came out, it was like, oh my god. You know, when you're comparing it to um, the first three Batman movie, or the first, the first, it was the first two, right? It was the first two or first three. 
Um, yeah, True. first two. So when you're comparing it to, to those, then it's like, oh my God, these are so bad. They're so bad. It's not like those, you know. It wasn't dark. It wasn't, you know. So they really went comic book with it. But really, even at the time, they weren't as bad as all that. You know, and I mean, I think Doctor like Schwarzenegger's Freeze was great. He was great, and I mean, it was a lot of fun. You know, I never just liked the movie. Uh huh. I always thought the movie was fun. But um, Schwarzenegger, at first, actually for a long time, I wasn't fond of his Freeze because to me, it wasn't making sense that somebody so big would be Freeze. I mean, she's too the smaller, smaller yeah. But I'm just now thinking about it. It actually makes more sense mm-hmm. for it to be somebody like Schwarzenegger, whose body would actually be able to take that. Right. You know, su- survive the mutation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he was good. I think he was good. Um, it, I mean, it was fun. They were they were fun movies. Um, I do wish to take the nipples out there. <laughs> That's part of the history of it now, though. I mean, it is. That's part of that's part of the thing of it now. You know, um, one of the things that, but yeah, with with what they're talking about now, it's kind of a dis- disappointment that now they finally have Wonder Woman. You know, all of that, and they they I feel like they kind of got into their groove, and now they're talking about switching out all these different people and it's like what and rebooting and it's like wait y'all just started why like how are you rebooting everything now like don't don't do that now when you just hit on a good formula like keep keep it going please don't x-men us please don't x-men us because that's what it's kind of working out. Like, X-Men had all these promises for all these different things. The original first three movies. It was first three, right? Yeah. And then nothing. I still want to know what happened. I still want to know, like, excuse me, where did where did Professor X wake up? What What is going on? What happened? And then they just changed everything. I'm like, come on now. They have to do at least one more movie with the original cast. They have to do one more with all of them. And bring back Fameek Jensen. Okay? Like, she was a good Phoenix. I mean, they have... You know, I want them to do... Especially now with um, X-Men being back in the MCU. I want them to do an alternate universe type where you have like the original cast and they're supposed to be like some other universe and then you have the new cast and and all of that um at least to do some kind of crossover some type of passing the torch you know because to me i mean yeah the new cast is great too but i I, I need some closure on on the old cast i mean you know, of course, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman is the only one that's like kind of Hugh Jackman and uh, Storm. I think Storm was in. Well, no, she was in. No, 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 because they have a new Storm. I'm thinking a different one of the different movies. I get confused on the new movies and the timeline a little bit. 
because she was in the one where they were in the future and everything was being destroyed, right? That was that was Halle Berry. That was in that new crop of movies, right? When it comes to the X-Men movies, to be perfectly honest with you, they've changed things from movie to movie so much that it's like a... Like Alternate a history. <laughs> I mean, they're still good, but I get, I do get a little bit confused about some of the, the parts. I gotta look those up. Mm-hmm. I gotta look those up. Um, but yeah, so... that's what I want to see. I want to see a, a kind of passing the torch, passing the baton, you know. The outcome is Batman. Mm-hmm. Who's the villain? Well, I can't remember to save my life. I think it was Freeze. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, with, um, with Clooney. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think it was, I honestly, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But we're we're running out of time. We got five minutes, a little less than five minutes left for this segment. Um, we can record another segment. Like, how long do you think these should be? I mean, I've seen some podcasts that are like over an hour and stuff like that. I don't know. We can split them up and just record and make a different segment. Let's keep going. Okay, so I think what we're going to do is um, is stop this segment and then start a new segment and then decide, like, how we're going to split it up when we're doing the editing or when I'm doing the editing. And you can listen and we can do feedback and stuff like that and see how that goes, okay? That works? Okay. So we're back. Yeah, they have like interlude sections and stuff like that. So we're back. We'll do it like, like a real old timey radio show. Thanks for coming back and joining us. <laughs> you broke it. You did not just break out the galloping horse. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were talking about. Um, who is the villain in Val Kilmer's Batman? I don't know. But we have the internet. So, um, let's see who can find it first. Okay. You know, I think a lot of this is going to sound really jumbled. I mean, this is how we talk. This is how conversations go. Because I'm sure we did not actually finish the point about Marvel and Sony and Disney and what's up with Spider-Man. All I know is it better be Tom Holland. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say. Is because he's doing a really good job. And if it's not him, then it's got to be Tobey Maguire. And I don't think they're gonna, you know, bring back Tobey Maguire. Even though he's probably a vampire, he doesn't age either. So many people like me don't age. 
<laughs> he doesn't age. So, um, what, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, that was the one with Jim Carrey. Okay, because I was going to say the Riddler, but I thought the Riddler was with Freeze. Oh, Ivy. Riddler and Two-Face. Okay, so, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought that he was with Freeze, though. Yeah, she was the love interest. No. Wait, for Val Kilmer's? Yeah, for Val Kilmer's. I do get those confused, you know, because, I mean, they just switched him out, like, okay, this is the new Batman, psych! So, um, but yeah, so, okay, you looked it up, um, but yeah, so, I don't know, I don't know what they're doing, it's, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, to say the least. But, you know, I just hope things don't get screwed up. I like, you know, like I like the people that they're, they're using now. And like, I, you know, for a while I was, I was salty about it not being Tobey Maguire for, for Spider-Man. Because I thought he was really good. And Sam Raimi did a really good job on Spider-Man. And then it wasn't him and everything got screwed up. And I was like, y'all messing up now. But uh, Holland, he's been perfect. He's been perfect. So, I mean, like, don't screw this up. <laughs> you know, I know we, you know, as fans, we probably get sometimes so invested in these things. I mean... For the, for the actors, for the producers, the writers, the directors, this is their, their life. This is their livelihood. Like, it's their livelihood, you know. You know, it's their job that's on the line when stuff goes up in the air, you know. Um, so, for us as fans to be upset about it, you gotta imagine, like, for some of these people, especially, like, crew, it's this... You know, they're expecting, okay, some, something's supposed to be shooting now, da da, da da You look at, like, with Luke Cage, they already had their third season scripts. They were already full, ready into production to the point where, you know, they were talking about, yeah, this is probably what we're going to do. You know, Mike Coulter was talking about, yeah, this, you know, we're probably going to have this, we're probably going to have that. So, and then just to add a, you know... Uh, nope, sorry. You know. Um, so, I don't know, but I don't know uh, for this a lot of the ins and outs of what it is that they're doing, what they're trying to form, and what it's going to look like. And, and sometimes it can look like a mess, a disaster while it's getting formed. Like, what are you doing? It's going to get screwed up now. And then when it emerges, you're like oh, wow, okay, so that's what you were doing, and so, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that's how they're going to be in the movie, uh, the Avengers together. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're going to put them in a movie together, uh-huh. but using that, uh, 
the formula right. that they used to use the superhero movies with. <laughs> using this this new formula that they have like, integrating comic book with right. the movie uh-huh. equally uh-huh. works. Yeah. And it comes together nicely. Mm-hmm. Plus Avengers, the use of color is amazing. Yeah. That's actually my favorite thing about that movie, the colors. Uh-huh. I mean the way that they kicked that off with, with Iron Man and Avengers, that yeah. That really set the tone for the whole thing. And, you know, I'm I'm just really impressed by precision. And to keep all of that together like they have all this time. Over that many movies, 22, is it 22 movies? 22, 23, 22 movies. To keep that kind of precision, that high level, and all of them successful... You know, none of them a failure. That, that is a feat, period. Like, that, that is some plan, that's, that's mathematical, period. I've said it before and I say it again and I'll keep saying it. That's mathematical. That is, that is tough. That is tough because even a lot of times sequels, you know, can be really bad, da 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 even the movies that weren't as good were not bad. Like, I think, what was it, the second Iron Man was not one of my favorites. Was it the second or the third? Um, with the guy with the whip. Yeah. But, the, but it was still really good. I just, there were some parts of it that I didn't, I didn't like. But it was still, it was still precision. It was still, you know what I mean? Um, so you can't, you can't make an argument that they don't know what they're doing. That's, that's why I'm like, even though it looks like it's gonna, da, 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 I mean, knowing that they, they have that, uh, I mean, I know Marvel and Disney are different, but they're still together. So I would trust what they're doing, even if I have questions on it, um, at least in terms of how the movies are going to be and stuff like that. Yeah, hopefully all the other people that we get to can work on these movies, especially the director, well, director and script writer, that they actually understand the, the direction that they're going in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like whether I end up liking their end game or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hopefully everybody is staring towards the exact same point, so at least every movie is cohesive. Right. Because it really, really doesn't take much to tell spinning the X-Men. I mean, that's with a lot of stuff, you know. It doesn't. It doesn't always. It doesn't always take much, you know, for stuff like that. But. Well, I didn't, I mean, I like the new cast, but I just, I don't know, I have a place in my heart for the original cast, I just do. The, you the know? new cast isn't bad for completely separate series of movies that are in no way, shape, or form 
connected to the originals. Uh huh. Because I don't think they did a bad job. I haven't seen Phoenix yet. I keep forgetting about it. Um, <laughs> I think. I keep forgetting about it because a little while ago, a few months ago, they were advertising. They weren't really promoting. Yeah. And it made it seem like the movie had already come out. Right. right. And then all of a sudden, there was nothing. Uh huh. And. Well, that, yeah, that was, that was, that was, yeah, the takeover and all of that stuff. So they, I mean, I think a lot of stuff was kind of fluxing, fluctuating. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) One thing I was looking forward to that now, the last I heard that it was kind of in limbo was, um, was it Mutant X? New Mutants, New Mutants. The horror movie. I still it is, but I think they pushed it back, and they're they're supposed to be. Do- That's the last I heard that they were doing some. Um, that they pushed it back, and they were doing some different stuff, and mm-hmm. and all of that. So, uh, you know, I was really looking forward to it. I mean, when I saw that preview, I was like, "Oh my god, really? Like this looks." good they are doing something different they are doing something like you have to see the preview it's it's really good yeah yeah okay um, okay, let me let me because I'm sure you know we'd have to get rights to even play the audio to the. I'm not sure if we would have to, probably not for playing audio. Because I was like, you could watch the preview now. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Like, I, I mean, I, you see it on YouTube and stuff like that. People watch stuff all the time. It's not a big deal. But anyway, let me pause it real quick. So you can watch. Okay. So what did you? Again, I don't think I've seen it, but uh, I like them bringing back the, the old school '80s face through the wall. Uh huh. Uh huh. Very Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah. 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 I think I remember seeing a. a one of those short snippets for it, mm-hmm. where they just showed the, the title uh-huh. and the music playing. Because uh-huh. that part I remember, but I didn't actually see the trailer itself. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, um, you know, that's one of the ones that, at least last I heard, it was up in the air. But sometimes these things change really fast. Sometimes the information you're hearing is not accurate, you know. So, um but yeah, I hope it's not. I hope that they're gonna do what they intended to do with it. It, it looked really good. I know that um, I believe Marvel's supposed to be moving, you know, for their next segment. Like they're moving into horror a bit more. So yeah, we'll see like where they go with that. Um, yeah. I thought it was actually a good show. I mean, it had problems, but mm-hmm. it was a good show. 
Right. And I think it was a good start to the story. Mm-hmm. If they followed it up strong. Right. Then it would have strengthened the person. Right. But they just got it. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird that they didn't give it a chance. I mean, you know, because I, one of my one of my favorite kind of uh, you know Hollywood or recent Hollywood story type of things is how um, ABC wanted to cancel Agents of Shield, and Marvel stepped in and was like, um, no. And that was it. That was it. That was it. I'm like, they just told them no. They just said no. But see, to me, that's that's you know highlighting the fact that they are different. You know what I mean? They're 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 the, they're joined, but they're different. So you know, um, so it is kind of weird to me that uh, in humans, I didn't really get into it. You know, and didn't really have a chance. And you know me, I'm not big on, like, there's only a few times where I'll watch a first season of a show. If I if I missed it, on, like, on its original run, then there's only a few times where, like, I'll go back and watch it knowing that it's most likely just going to end on a cliffhanger. Because I hate that. That's like, that's like not finished. That's like, you know, somebody... You know, you they wrote a book and they only finished it halfway through, and now you don't know what's happening. It leaves you with this kind of feeling, like what the, what the hell? You know, you invest so much time in it, huh? That's how I feel about Swamp Thing. I want to watch Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. but I think either the first or second episode in, they had already decided they were going to cancel it, but not because of ratings or the show being bad, but something with contracts. Okay. Yeah. But it's like. The season isn't even over yet, but you already know that there won't be another one, so it's like, not really in a rush to... Yeah, to continue it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how Inhumans would have been for me if I hadn't started watching it just before they announced that it wasn't getting the second season. Yeah, it was, I do remember hearing a lot, though, that it was doing really, really bad. The like this the pieces that I watched when you were watching it um it didn't seem that bad to me so you know I probably would have given it a chance once I got more like warmed up to it but um you know that's how it goes sometimes so you know but uh I don't know I a lot of things are you know movies wise and everything like that a lot of things have been up in the air recently a lot of things and uh so, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for so much of it. I am, you know, because first of all, just as, you know, someone who watches it, like on the fan side, it's like you get invested in these things. You get invested in the characters. You, you in, enjoy it and it becomes, a, you know, a part of you, a part of your life, you know. Um, on the entertainment side, like working in entertainment, I just, I think about, you know, people's contracts, people's stuff. This is stuff that we deal with, you know, in the unions and in um, different, different things that you hear about. So, um, you know, there's that invested side. Um, even when you're not working, you're thinking about, you know, 
your associates and people you know and stuff like that and and how it affects all these kind of things so um yeah I, I mean everybody knows what it's like you know I mean I remember in school um you know I one of our professors he worked on he was working on the Matrix movies and which they're coming out with number four, number four with Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss. So um, they're doing that, by the way. But, you know, he was working on that and he was telling us about um, like how you have like these 22, 23 hour days and so you can't go home and stuff like that. And it's really great when you get a movie, but, you know, you can end up working on this movie all this time and then end up not working for like six months a year you know that's that's how the business can be so when people hit up on something that is good a steady you know job whether it's a tv show or, or something like that and then to hear that it's gonna go bad possibly because of contract negotiations when things are set when people you know people have planned stuff around this they've rented houses or they bought houses or they're putting their kids through school or they got car note they got this stuff and they think that okay you know i'm good for now i mean as much money as there is in it there's still because once that money runs out it's not like just regular stuff where you know, okay, I can just go down someplace and, you know, get a job that's going to maintain the lifestyle that nine times out of ten you have to live in, especially in Los Angeles because the cost of living is so high. So it's always kind of sad when, when things um, break down and everything's up in the air and people don't know what the hell they're gonna do you know uh, yeah I mean it's sad it's sad in any job any job period um, because I mean especially when the economy is and they're talking about a recession like yeah so yeah so um, next topic I can't wait to see what they do with the new Harley show. Oh, the animation? No, the live action. I think it's live action. Is it? There's an animation. I know they're doing. I know there's an animation. I know there's a new uh, graphic novel. Do you series. mean the new movie? They're no. doing a new movie. No, on DC's uh, app. If it continues. Is it gonna be Margot Robbie? No. It's not uh, Harley Quinn, it's Harley Quinzel. Okay. Now, I keep getting confused with it because all the things that I'm talking about that are coming out are all kind of touching on the same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, looking at it closer to the, the Harley Quinzel side. Right. Like one of them is that she's a psychiatrist uh, and her patient is Joker. Okay. But basically before he's the Joker. Right. So like the show is basically them, their sessions. That's what it sounds like anyway. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. 
But that's if the app actually happens. They they're doing so much with with Harley right now that I honestly I lost track. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Especially when it comes to DCEU movies, because they keep announcing movies that don't seem to ever happen. Like Green Lantern Corps. Well, I know, yeah, they're doing the one Joker that I don't know when it's supposed to be coming out with Joaquin Phoenix. I think it's September. Okay. Okay, so that's going to be soon. That's going to be soon. Although they usually seem to release movies around November. So. Okay. All right. Okay, well, I mean, for this segment, I'm going to close it down here. Um, We might pick up, you know, but this is the end of, uh, probably the end of our first podcast. We still have to come up with a a name. I mean, I, I got a temporary name ready, but, you know. Anything you want to add? I always like to say that because I mean, there's always something. Anything you want to add? We're both the host. Do we have the last word together? <laughs> well, I thought if I was silent long enough, I'd get the last <laughs> okay. Well, this is good. We'll end it on this. Alright, thanks for tuning in. Bye. If anybody's tuning in. Eventually, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Alright, so that was the very first podcast. That's the end. We hope you liked it. Uh, Leave comments if you like, feedback, um, and check us out for our next one. Thanks.